Hello, welcome to the Basketball Soapbox. I'm your host, Dan Daly. In this episode, I'm just catching up with my guys, Kari and Raina, uh, talking about legacies with Kevin Durant and his hierarchy in the game amongst uh, Giannis, Kawhi, and LeBron, and, and, and what that listing is and, and the different levels of uh, tier players. Uh, In-depth conversation about that. Uh, also talking about teams in the NBA and, and, and pathways of, of various players. And this is this is a good one. We're just shooting the breeze on this one and just having a good time catching up. Uh, about the game of basketball. I look forward to doing more of these with these guys and and, 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 and adding some people and having more guests on. Um, this is a good one. Uh, sit back and enjoy. Hello, welcome to the episode of the Basketball Soapbox. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Daly. Uh, today, I'm joined with my friends, uh, Raina and Takari, or Kari. I don't, I don't know what you want me to call you on here. Takari's um, cool. Let's go, with Kari. Let's go, with Kari. Uh, but um, basketball, especially the the Boston and um, Nets series that went down the other night, and the the, the Celtics taking a 3-0 lead. Um, and we're just talking about Kevin Durant and where he, his place in the game is. And um, me personally, I feel like Kevin Durant's one of the best players all time in top 15 right now, in my opinion. But now with this series and him being put down 3-0, we're looking at his legacy in the game and, 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 and his comparison, especially with his counterpart, LeBron, and Giannis and others in the game. Um, what issues are Durant is Durant facing right now? And, and how is he handling them compared to others and, and, and basically where he just stands right now. Being down 3-0, he's not out the series yet. Um, but being down 3-0, it's like we're, we're looking at him differently right now and, 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 and trying to pinpoint what's going on. Um, so what do you think, guys? Um, anyone want to take the floor? Um, I feel like – I feel like Durant left the Warriors – because, you know, he wanted to show the sports world, you know, the basketball world that, that he was ready to, you know, lead a team. Because you figure he went from Oklahoma City where he was the man. He went to the Warriors where he pretty much fit into a team. And, and if you ask me, he should have never left the Warriors because I feel like now he's starting to see that, you know, he's not really on the level of the LeBron Jameses, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, the Tim Duncans of the world. You know, I, I, I – um, I've never seen a, a team – I've never seen a team make him struggle as much as the Celtics are making him struggle. And I feel like he's not finding – he, he's not being creative enough. Like, you know, he, he needs to be more aggressive going to the hole. You know, um, I think the free throw line would definitely help him. But, but I don't see them winning the series. I think it's definitely over. I think um, after they get swept, the LeBron and Durant talk should be ceased for good. I think now we have to talk Durant – Kawhi, Durant, Giannis. For sure, for sure, for sure. Raina? Uh, right now, currently, with the, the current scope of things, like, you know, over the years, we've seen Durant be, you know, high on the scoring list in terms of his, his ability. Right now, currently, with the team that's been constructed by the Celtics and the great coach in the Udoka, it's really been tough for him. 
like how Kari said, you know, there is other things that he can possibly do to try to help out, but I don't believe that is not much that they could do right now because the Celtics is just rolling right now. And I don't believe they'll get swept at all. I think that they can possibly win the next game. Kyrie and KD are at. But I think that they could win this next game, but I believe Boston's overall going to win the series. And um, I don't know about that. I think they might get swept, but the, the I agree. Kari, Kari had an interesting point that I want him to touch base here is that he was comparing uh, 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 Kevin Durant to Randy Moss. And I think Gian- to Kawhi or Giannis to, I think, believe it was Kawhi to Terrell Owens. Because I think that's an interesting point. And it's, it's definitely something different than speaking basketball. It's definitely speaking of, of, of type of players across all sports. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when I say Durant compared to Randy Moss, I feel like he's he was born with the talent. He was high on the on the draft boards. He was high coming into the league. You know, we knew he was special early on. He he came pretty much his his road to stardom was not a it was not a rocky road. It it, it just happened. That's that would be Randy Moss. You know, he came into, he came to the league with the Vikings. And instantly, you know, it was starting. You talk to Roe Owens and you talk Kawhi Leonard, they had to work for everything. It's all heart, all guts, all glory. The only difference is T.O. didn't win, Kawhi did win. And 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 if you ask me who's better, I'm going to tell you 10 times out of 10 that I've been saying it for years that Kawhi Leonard is a better player than me than Durant. I would take... I would argue Kawhi Leonard right now against LeBron before I would argue Durant. Yeah, I just, you, I, I, not to cut you off, but you would have to argue Giannis and LeBron as of right now. Because, Kawhi, <laughs> yeah, because, because right now, Kawhi, we haven't really seen Kawhi really playing at all in the last, what, year and a half or so? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would definitely – we can probably talk Kawhi when he when he returns, and we'll see the scope of the Clippers. But mm-hmm. as of right now, the the three main small forwards you gotta you gotta talk about is Giannis, LeBron, and KD at the moment. I think I think Giannis is better than KD. I think he's the best playing basketball right now. I think he impacts the game where it's not like he's gonna get off his game. He's gonna get to the hoop. He's going to get offensive rebounds. He's going to get defensive rebounds. He's going to get blocks and steals. He can impact the game defensively that I don't think Durant could. And I think that's the different levels of why Kari would put – we've seen Kawhi impact the game on both sides of the ball, even though with a struggle. But he can impact the game with his scoring and defense, whereas Durant, it's mainly offense. He can He's, he's improved as – but looking forward – I just think Giannis is is the the best player in basketball right now. I think he's better than Durant. I think he's better than Kawhi because he's just able to impact the game in multiple different ways: uh, scoring, passing, defense, uh, 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 control of the game with his and, and able to get to the line and, and that's the point. But in terms of, I think Giannis, especially the past couple of years, even with the championship, even coming into this year, I feel like he was disrespected a little bit because people talking about Durant and LeBron and all these other guys, it's like when you look at the scope of things, even with Kawhi, they, they, these guys are all champions, LeBron, Giannis, KD, 
um, Kawhi. But when you look at all the scope of the things, Giannis has been dominating the game for the past couple of years. He has a finals MVP. He has a championship. He has a defensive player of the year award. So he has everything that everyone wants. And I think everyone talking about Brooklyn this year with KD and, and, and how they were going to win to the finals, even when they're a seventh seed, people were talking about, oh, they can go to the finals. And now it's looking like, no, he can't. <laughs> it's not as easy as everyone was trying to make it seem and, and being the popular pick, being the sexy pick in the media. It's like Gianna still holds that, you know. So, uh, and, and, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to bring him into this conversation, but Tatum is showing in this series that he can match Durant and better Durant. And maybe it's his team. Maybe he has a better team than Durant right now, but people weren't saying that before. But, um, yeah, I definitely think Giannis is the, the 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 king of the throne right now. Even you know, as LeBron's getting older, descending a little bit, and and having trouble out with that. But um, yeah, I think I think Giannis is the man right now in the league. I, um, I I think Giannis is definitely one of the top three. I think it's hard to say clear cut as him because what Joke is doing in Denver <laughs> without Michael Porter and without Jamal Murray. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, oh, Joker, yeah. Joker I think, is. I think Joker's the MVP of the league this year, but I'm talking about as in best player, not necessarily MVP, but best player for for his yeah. team. I think Giannis. Is because it, even though I don't want to get that MVP, mixed up, even mm-hmm. though you win the MVP, because we've seen how that's turned out over the years, even though you win the MVP, doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best player in the league. Okay, so what, what about Joel Embiid? <laughs> And Bede is definitely, definitely, definitely showing off this year for sure. But 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 see, but see, this is my thing. I'm I wasn't even talking MVP award, right? I'm talking just like Giannis. If Giannis don't have Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, could he do for Milwaukee what Joker is doing for Denver? That that like like so when I look at the when I look at the landscape of like you know how the team's built XYZ, it's just like right now, I want to ask you guys a question. So when I say when I say even though Kawhi's injured, it's just like other sports. If you have Peyton Manning out or Brady, okay, he's out. But what we have to go off of what we've seen this man do, right? So if you was to to take Kawhi off of that that Raptors team and you put Durant on that Raptors team, do they win the championship? I don't think they do. Hmm. I, think my, I think they have a That's, very good shot. Yeah, I, I think I think they still have a yeah. shot. But you have to take into account, too, what happened when Kawhi won that championship in the finals. You had the injury to Durant, and you also had the injury to Klay Thompson. Okay. Because, because before, before KD goes down, KD was, was, was rolling that game. And he was probably going to have a really, really, really good game efficiently. Mm-hmm. And he was, going, he was going for 40. He was going for 40 that game. Mm-hmm. Now, That's definitely to think about because Kevin Durant was down, Clay Thompson was down. It was an impressive run by Kawhi, but with those guys hurt, people were saying that it was going to go seven. Uh, even when Clay Durant was out, they did say it was going to go seven. It looked like the Warriors were going to win, but Toronto was able to. And I'm, I don't want to play the injury game, but the, the Raptors did benefit from that those injuries. So I, I mean, we to think about. We've seen that we've seen that happen before. Like Stephen A has called it a stimulus package before in the past. Where yeah, yeah. we've seen one year, we've seen, you know, Cleveland have not have Kyrie and not have 
Kevin Love, and LeBron is forced to go against Golden State by himself. Then the following year, you have Iguodala go down, and you have Draymond get suspended. So we've seen how things sort of turn out when there's certain players that really affect the game in some sense, mm-hmm. when their presence is not there and how it could possibly turn out. I don't believe Kawhi wins that championship if KD is still playing. I, I agree with that. So, so I'm not even going all the way into the, the finals against the Warriors. I don't think that the Raptors come out of the East if Durant is on that team. So, so I, while, I, while I, I definitely agree with you guys' point on that, like if, if Durant and Clay are healthy, it's a 4-1 series for me, you know? Like, well, 4-1, and it all depends on if Kawhi has two big games of him, and then it may be a 4-2 series. But we're talking about even coming out the East. I don't think that Durant could even – could even we, we got past Philly with, with Pascal on his radar yet. Fred Van Fleet well, – well, my fault, Van Lee, whatever his name is, and then and – then, um, Kyle Lowry, he don't, he don't. Again, I don't, I just don't see Durant as someone who makes players better. I don't, I think that he's a great player individually. He's great, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he makes players better. I think that with Russell Westbrook, if that was anybody else that young in their career with a Russell next to them, Russell Westbrook is a better player. Period. Mm-hmm. I think we can't, we, you can't even talk LeBron with him in LA because Russell's a businessman now. He's, he's in the fashion. He's, He's a whole different part. What we talking about? But young Durant next to him, if that was Kawhi, if you ask me if that was Kawhi next to him, if that was LeBron next to him, if that was Giannis next to him, I think that they all would have complimented him and would have helped his game. Well, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to say businessman in basketball because we've seen LeBron open up a whole entire school and win a championship. So I won't go that far to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, but, but it's, 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 even though LeBron did that, we, you, you, you have to understand LeBron's special. Like, you know, he's a, this is like, we, we, LeBron is on a whole different level with it, just like Jordan, whole, Kobe, a whole different, certain people are able to manage this and that. And certain people just can't. If you ask me, Russell Westbrook's love for the game has faded. It's not, it's, his love for the game is not, what it once was, and 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 we can all see it. You, we, we all know the type of tenacity that he's used to playing with. He doesn't play like that anymore. He, the only time he plays with that type of tenacity is when he's on a team that's that that we all say won't make the playoffs. Now he's a great player on there because he has the ball in his hand all the time. It's Russell Westbrook. Here's the ball. Run the show. It's college basketball for him. It's not. It's not. You know, having to really. Hey, listen. These are the players we're running. This is the defense we want. This is the switches we want. It's a whole different – every time it's time for him to step up, we've seen what he's done. He's not a Team U.S. – he's not a fundamentally sound player who's going to get on Team USA and Pop's going to say he's going to brag about Russell Westbrook in an interview. That's not who he is. Yeah, He he is who we thought he was, you know? Yeah, and then kind of thinking about it too now that we're like speaking about like Russell Westbrook, like how you mentioned it about being college basketball. You know, he's had coaches throughout his career where he hasn't had real teachers – where one, you know, for majority of his time in OKC, he had Scott Brooks. Mm-hmm. Then he had Billy Donovan. So, you know, I don't – maybe there was a part of his career where if he had somebody like a pop where, you know, that could have really, like, pulled them over and, like, kind of explained to him, like, you know, slow down or take and the not time. Push that. 
and not to say that Billy Donovan is not a teacher. It's just that when he yeah. got to OKC at that point in time, it was just too late in that transition for that team yeah. for him to make an impact that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I think if, if like now, if Russ did play with somebody like a pop or, you know, even though he's not there anymore, even Phil, you know, did all these different or, or doc for instance, where, uh-huh. you know, it's somebody that can actually, you know, make him a better player. Not saying that these coaches haven't made him a better player because Russell has won MVPs and he's been able to make it to the playoffs, but he's been falling short. Uh-huh. Better players to play along with. If he plays with LeBron earlier in his career, he's a way better player right now. And, you know, at this current, at this current state, but, you know, that's, that's, speaking of Russell Westbrook, I always say this about especially players who who come in the league as raw players athletically and, and, and have to learn. He was came, he came into the league as a combo guard, not naturally a point guard or a shooting guard, just kind of using his athleticism. And it speaks to your point with the coaches. I never felt like he had a coach that sat him down and was like, hey, uh, this is how you develop a play. This is how you replay. He learned that over time, especially. But. I don't feel like there was somebody teaching him the X's and O's from a, 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 a basketball standpoint to the point where it's like you can't rely on your athleticism all the time and and, and, and kind of think the game out. Um, he did have Mo, uh, uh, Maurice Cheeks down there as an assistant, but I don't know how much that helped. I think he was just in BU. And I, I think it speaks volumes when you guys speak like if, if he played next to a Kawhi or if he played next to a, 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 a Paul – uh, LeBron, how he would have developed his game more and been a little bit more, uh, uh, uh more thought the game out more, more mm-hmm. for his teams. But with Kevin Durant, it's I think it's speaking to Kevin Durant, like what Kari said, he doesn't elevate the team around him. He elevates his team by scoring, uh, making plays. Even though he he became a better passer over time, especially in Golden State and in Brooklyn, um, he was learning how to pass the ball in OKC. But I think what the issue down there in terms of shooters and and, and and more modernized offense for them to grow. Because I think if you add a couple more shooters around them, or, or especially those years with Kendrick Perkins, it was always somebody clogging the lane. It was always somebody in the middle. They were very uh, uh, traditional and methodical in their type of offense approach. So it's, it's just like if they put a Paul Gasol there, if they put a, 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 a another shooter there next to them, maybe that opens the floor for them. Maybe that makes them better. And and I think that's there's a lot to go into that, but yeah, I, I, I think it's so definitely speaking Russell Westbrook. It's like you, you're seeing the guy that was raw coming into the league and had to learn as he went, as where Durant or these other guys that we're talking about are special, know the game, have a high basketball IQ, mm-hmm. it can break things down. But yeah. getting back to getting back to the level of KD and elevating his players, I think it's interesting because I think if LeBron was with a young Russell Westbrook or or or, or or Kawhi in that sense, they would have elevated each other and and, and, and worked well together, in my opinion. And not to yeah. say that Kevin Durant I, didn't work well with Russell Wood. They got to they got to the Western Conference Finals, I believe, twice. They got to an NBA Finals. So to say that it didn't work, they just fell short. But it's like just the development and the 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 the, the thinking of how teams I think it's just there's something missing there that could have worked. Mm-hmm. And I, and I feel like if to for me personally, I don't think no coach in the league would have been able to 
get Russell Westbrook beyond what he is. I feel like Russell Westbrook is the – and this is not the – we we're not talking about how special the person was. We just, we're just talking about like when they just are who they are. Great player, can score X, Y, Z, but they're just not a winner. He's the Allen uh-huh. Iverson of this of this era of basketball. Uh, it is, like, and that's like, very very harsh too, because I like, love Bubba Chuck. Yeah, like 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 <laughs> I feel like no matter where AI went, he was gonna be who he is. No matter where Russell Westbrook could have landed on Spurs, would 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 some minor changes maybe been different? Absolutely, but I feel like if you take away Russell Westbrook's downhill style of game, his athleticism, that mid range jumper that he did develop for a little while, that now just bricks the rim you know like if you take away them type of things from him he he's not who he 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 doesn't he doesn't um bridge the gap after d rose goes down because he was the next after d rose and darren williams you know like he, he was the next athletic guard he just didn't have the best crossover he he he, he wasn't the best passer he was more of a turnover machine that's who mm-hmm. he was going to be no I, I, that's just for me i don't i don't that's think fair. that he was that's a fair assessment yeah that's fair i, I, I love that, i love russ yeah, I, I I I definitely enjoyed watching him. I just like the window for winning with him was the, it was like a three year window. It was like with AI, it was like a three year window when he was like it was like what did we do to stop him? He should have won. Once defenses figured out little things to do to him, it was you know take him out of his game. Pat Beverly, like you put a little scrappy player on him, you put some defense on him, you start to clog the lane, force him to shoot, force him to shoot. Now he has a knee injury, has another knee injury. His his jumper, his athleticism is starting to slow down. Now his game is changing. He's not a Vince Carter where you know Vince could dunk, but Vince also de- also was developed his shooting. So as his knees went, he could still play basketball. Russell yeah. Westbrook was told he, he, he's lost a step, and now he's now when he used to be smiling on their first step, they're starting to be right there on his first, second, third, fourth step. They, they're still with him. So so I don't really see. I don't I don't think Greg. I don't think Greg Pop would have because think about it. Lamarcus Aldridge was a hell of a player with Port. He was he was really good with Portland. You sent him to the Spurs. His game, Just even though he may have been being caught, he was <laughs> the same player. He wasn't the same. Look at DeRozan. DeRozan goes from, from Toronto, Toronto where he was balling up. He goes to the Spurs, and yeah, he may he 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 may be getting taught some of the smaller minded details of the game, but he was mm-hmm. not what he he was not for the Spurs what he's been for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. because 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 pop 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 teaches. If you ask me, pop teaches. To his strength, Pop doesn't teach to the players' strengths. I think yeah, Pop teaches to a team aspect more than the it, individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah when you think about yeah. when you think about the Spurs, their whole career, who, who's their top scorer? Probably Tim Duncan at twenty, Tony Parker at twenty. They don't have guys that go get 25, 30, 40 points. That's never yeah. been their, their mo. That's not how they play. So uh, definitely DeRozan going from Toronto, where he was the man, to San Antonio. You see a dip in his production, and it was like even Lamarcus Aldridge. You see these guys get points in the game. They go to San Antonio, and it's like, yo, why can't y'all? <laughs> yeah, why can't y'all boost y'all team? Why can't y'all score? Like, what, what's going on? Now, Pop doesn't allow them to get outside that the team aspect. Now, if you ask me, not to cut you off, if you ask me, if Pop gets a Rondo fresh from the Celtics who was who was triple double and battling Cleveland. Oh, that's dangerous. Rondo does great for them. That's dangerous. If Pop, oh, yeah, gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Pop gets if Pop gets a um if Pop gets a LeBron James there, he's gonna do great under him. Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Anthony's not gonna do great under 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 so when you have when you have these players who have 
who have um developed developed to the highest level in one aspect of the game, but they're not good all all around the board. The Spurs is not the team for them, if you ask me, because you you have to understand most of these players, their whole lives, AAU, um, college. AAU, college, mm-hmm. high school ball, middle school ball, they've been told, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man. Pop's not going to do that. He's not babying you. He's not going to make you feel like you're the star of the team. No, you are. So that's why I say when I say he teaches the his strength, Pop's strength is team basketball. Pop's strength isn't is, is not I'm going to have the Michael Jordan. If he didn't have the Michael Jordan, he had Tim Duncan. He didn't have the Kobe Bryant. He had Tim Duncan. He, he, he didn't have the, the LeBron James. Or, you know, even with Kawhi. You see, when, when Kawhi was with the Spurs, he definitely became a, a, a good player. When he left the Spurs, we've seen him become a great player. Yep, because yep, now yep. it was, yo, listen, man, we see we see something different in you. Now let's teach to you, put the ball in your hands. He didn't have the ball in his hands all the time in the Spurs. He, was, he, he ran plays with the Spurs. I think I think that he did turn it up a little bit because he did average twenty five with the Spurs in his last year. He just got hurt. Yep. And that whole injury debacle. So we did see we did see uh, uh, Kawhi take a turn in in San Antonio where he took his level up of play. I think because the team was different and he was able to develop Kawhi from the get go. I think that was his next project. And Kawhi just wanted to leave. He just wanted to go home in the long run. In terms of what you're saying, I think that's true. Because if, if imagine if Pop had a, a Joker on his team, or Giannis who can spread his, especially defensively with Giannis and stuff like that, and those types of players, that's boring. Because I think those guys would flourish in San Antonio, whereas we're we're seeing primary scorers who guys who can create for their own shot and and not really pass the ball, not really creators, struggle when they went to San Antonio. So so that's definitely a different. That's definitely an interesting aspect of it. Yeah, no, that Kari Kari definitely made a, a great point with that where you know people will players that usually are they stick to one one side of the game and have one particular skill is probably not might might not be the best idea for them to join pop in that sense. But players that are able to do multiple things on both sides of the floor will flourish playing with the Spurs. So that's definitely, definitely a great point. And then you know, to to go back to the statement about him being Allen Iverson, it's it still kind of eats at me because <laughs> <laughs> only only because that AI was was so tough to the point to where he's one of those guys that we that we talk about in the history books because he is a Hall of Famer and he's not gonna just go down with a fight. We've seen Russ come across so many different situations since KD has left and hasn't been able to get over the hump. And, you know, me and Daniel also, we we had our little backs and forths when we spoke about him and Dame. And Dame is also another person that I would like to talk about as well because he's also been a person that, a player that has, you know, stood the test of time in terms of regular season and having some of these highlights during the playoffs. But not being able to get over the hump as well. So mm-hmm. I would like to ask you guys, you know, the question, you know, what do you feel as though in this current state for the Portland Trailblazers, do you think Dame should stay or should he start to want to get his way out of Portland? Um, I'm ready for Dame. Cut out. Cut out. Cut out. Can you hear me now? Yep, yep. 
So I'm ready for for Dame to leave Portland. Um, I feel like I think the league is ready. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like Dame has given Portland all he can give. I feel like you know, um, out of respect for him, the same way they let Lamarcus leave, I think it's time for Dame to leave. Um, if you ask me for destinations, I would love for him to play play. Um, I would not mind seeing him in LA on either LA team. Even though I could be biased because I really would love to see him next to LeBron, but I wouldn't mind seeing him next to Kawhi. Um, um, I wouldn't mind maybe seeing him in Chicago. Oh, okay. um, next to next to next to DeRozan and Zach Levine as a three-headed monster. I don't want to see him on Brooklyn at all. Um, I, don't, I don't think that will happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want to see him on Brooklyn at, at all. Um, I would not like to see him on Philly. Um, I think that even mm, – I think that, honestly, the most exciting fit for him for me would be Milwaukee. If you put him next to Giannis, ooh. I, I think I – think, I think Giannis, if Chris Middleton is a, is, is a scorer, you know, you, know my, you know my model, Daniel, like once you get cooking with fish grease – you know, that that's pretty much it. And Chris Middleton's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But See, yeah, yeah. yeah, if he if Giannis had somebody like Dame, so <laughs> the Eastern Conference in the league will be in trouble once they figure that part out. It opens up the it opens up the pick and roll for Giannis. It, it, definitely because you're gonna have to work worry about Dame. Um I don't know how that works defensively on the perimeter. Maybe they can just add another guy. If Chris Milton, he's solid enough. Um, they definitely would take a step back without Drew Holiday. But uh, uh, that's scary. <laughs> if like if Milwaukee like faltered and didn't win the, the the championship this year and they wanted to make a change, that would be crazy. Um, Dame in L.A. with Kawhi, uh, with Ty Lue especially, and, and how he's been able to coach that team through injuries and, and still make the and still make the playing and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if the, I think that might be a trade for Paul George or maybe they can figure out a way to get like the the Morris and Luke Bernard contract and they just take scraps and maybe they don't have any picks. But uh, maybe I don't know how long their contracts are. Whatever the case may be, if they wanted to do that, a sign and trade or whatever the case may be. Um, him with the Lakers, um, it definitely provides a different look or more uh, a a player that LeBron type. Scoring point guard that he'll be used to playing, a guy that can knock down threes and create his own shot and create. Um, uh, people were saying the Knicks because just the, they're the Knicks and they're looking to they're looking to get a big fish out there in free agency or trade or whatever the case may be. Uh, nobody um, wants to go to the Knicks, man. Let's move on. <laughs> please, please, please. Nobody. Honestly, honestly, Dame, Dame deserves. Better his chance. He deserves. Yeah. He deserves right. the next two <laughs> to five years to experience a team with a winning culture. That's all I want for him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like I feel like he's he's gave the game. He's gave the basketball gods. Now, he, he has not cheated. The, he has not cheated the game. He has not sat out and asked for a trade like 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 you know some of these players have. Mm-hmm. He has not come in. He has not come into training camp overweight, not fit. Dame has stayed professional. He's been disciplined, and he's always given his A plus game. You mentioned you mentioned winning culture. There's a team out there that we haven't 
and a team that I think if they don't win the finals this year, they will probably explore that option. And that's Miami. Okay. Ooh. About Miami, that's a that's a winning call. Imagine if he's down there with those shooters down there. Maybe it's a Tyler Hero trade that goes away or a signing trade or whatever the case may be. But if they're able to keep Jimmy Butler, they're able to keep Bam out of bio, and you add Dame to that instead of Kyle Lowry, maybe Kyle Lowry gets moved or Kyle Lowry as a backup, whatever the case may be. But you add Dame to Miami and that culture there that's built on winning, and once they get a player, they have succeeded with LeBron or Wade and Shaq and those guys. That's 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 a possibility too. I don't, I don't think that I don't know the avenue to that, but I know Miami would be willing to get Dame Lillard. That would help them. That would help them tremendously because mm-hmm. what happened with them when they played against Milwaukee was that they couldn't score. Mm-hmm. And you had and you had the young and you had the young guys that were inexperienced, you know, on top of that, along, you know, with Jimmy and everybody else. So mm-hmm. it oh, if, yeah, if like, they, we didn't say Miami, but Miami with that heat culture, yeah. They're exposed to right. able to put these guys in certain situations. And a guy like that dynamic as Dane down in Miami with those boys, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if if Dame thinks about going down south. I think that will be a good look for him and also a good look for Miami as well because you know, you can't just you can't just say that they're not one of the best teams in the east. That that you will be lying to yourself if you say. Yeah, at least they at least a contender there. Something yeah. Portland has been able to do over the course of the Dame Willard even though they got to the Western Conference Finals, I believe 2015. No, I don't one of those years. Then when they they ran in the Golden State yeah, they it's like every year they run into Golden State. <laughs> it's the same thing with Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. Every year they made the playoffs, they just ran into Golden State. Um, yeah, I think that's that's something they kind of need each other. They kind of need to be be that dynamic offensively, especially Miami, where they struggle in the half court and and have in the past have had time to produce an offense. Dame can provide that for them, especially with that. It, and I think an issue that in Portland, they never had a real good defensive team behind them where they can get stops and, and keep it being games. It was always a it was always a shootout or they got blown out in Miami. So that's another team that could possibly work that people haven't talked about that Miami's known to be always looking to make moves, even if they don't do it. You always hear about them voicing it and, and in the media of them targeting certain guys and they targeted Gordon Hayward. Uh, of course, they targeted LeBron. They're targeting all these guys. They targeted Kawhi. So it's definitely interesting. Definitely something to think about with with, with teams that are opening up. And there's not much space this year. There's teams that could trade guys, and I think Miami could be that a, a possible potential with a Tyler Hero sign and trade because you know his contract situation's up at the end of the year. So it's, it, that's definitely something to think about. Yeah, I, um, Miami. Him and Jimmy B would be, that would be, that would be definitely a, um, a team to watch. Definitely a team to watch. I mean, they might um, get into a couple fights, but <laughs> I wonder. I just, I just, when I look at Jimmy B, I wonder sometimes if he's a winner. Mm. I feel like he has all the heart. I feel like um, he's he's another player who doesn't cheat the game. Professional. Mm. Mm, pro- some sort of professionalism, discipline, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, because um, what he did to the Timberwolves, I don't know. I think um, it's 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 really funny to watch someone of Patrick Beverly's caliber become a leader on the same team that Jimmy B said just didn't have the heart. Well, minus the young boy Anthony, you know. But um, I think Dame, I think Dame going to Miami would be good. But again, um, I just don't know. I don't know if Jimmy B's ready to win. And 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 I, I'll, I'll counter that. I'll, I'll counter that because in everywhere he's went in Chicago, he developed himself to become an All Star at least. He went to Minnesota. They haven't been to the playoffs in twenty years. He questions those guys' hearts. They get to the play. People forget when before he got hurt when he was with the Timberwolves, they were a fourth seed in the West. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when he, mm-hmm. when he, when he got hurt, they won five hundred to finish the season, and they were an eighth seed, and that switched the matchups with them. And he wasn't healthy on top of that. So he questions those guys' heart, Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, and we're still questioning those guys today. So he, I feel like he was right about that. He goes to Philly. They get to the second round. Ben Simmons shits the bed. All that is tension in their organization. He wants to get paid. Uh, ben Simmons doesn't want to play with him. And he goes to Miami. He goes whatever people want to say with the bubble championship. They got to the finals. I don't care who you are. Everyone questions the bubble. I'm like, everyone played underneath the same circumstances. Everybody played underneath the same rules. Everybody had to go there and, and trudge in the mud and get ready. And Miami made the finals. And then the next year they got eliminated by the Bucks. That's fine. Yeah. I, the, 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 and the, the I think the Bucks. that was the champ. Was that the championship year? Was that last year? Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. It wasn't like they lost to a, a undermanned team or eighth seed or, or 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 they just weren't in it. They lost to the champions the last time I checked. So he it to me, Jimmy Butler, I, I compare Jimmy Butler, he's Chauncey Billups level talent who hasn't had the team behind him. So you know how Chauncey Billups was that Chauncey Billups was never seen as a number one guy. Uh yeah. he left Boston, left Minnesota, but when he got to Detroit and had them dogs with him. He was able to lead that team. So I feel like that's the, 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 the tier that Jimmy Butler is. He's not a number one. He's a number two. But if you add Dame to him, Jimmy's a good number two, in my opinion. Yeah, I think in, I think if in that in for most of Jimmy's career, he hasn't really gotten the respect, even though he's been the one to, you know, to on some of these teams that he's been on. Sorry to cut you off, but that's another yep. guy that got him from the mud. He was not getting rotational minutes in Chicago yeah. and worked his way up. As a defensive from Marquette and, and just had raw talent and worked his way to be an all-star. So that, that's another guy that got it from the mud and was able to just find basically find pathways through hard work to get to this level. And maybe he's not as skilled as Dame in, in, in that regard. And that's the tier that Dame, I think Dame's a little bit higher than uh, Jimmy Butler, but put them together. I think that's good. I think uh, again. I think that 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 they could definitely be a great one-two punch, but I just question: Is Jimmy ready to win? Because there's a difference between you being an all-star, you're running through the mud, and when it's winning time, being ready to win. And, 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 and truth be told, it's a question that can't be answered until the time is set. Because when when he plays, if you ask me, he gives LeBron. He gives he when he plays LeBron James, he brings his the, the best out of him. But when mm-hmm. I see him play Kawhi Leonard, when I see him play Giannis, when I see him play against Durant, I just don't see that and same yeah, 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 play. Yeah, yeah. 
understand what you're saying. So that's that that's why I question is he ready to win? Because when you're ready to win, it doesn't matter who's across that stat sheet from you. You have to bring it all the time. And and that's where he goes from. So there's superstars, and that's what that, that's why I keep him in a star level because he doesn't like like Dame. It doesn't matter who's at that point. If it's Steph that night, if it's Chris Paul that night, it don't matter. If it's Rondo, if it's if it's um who 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 else in the league is really really Chris good right Paul, now? Uh, Chris, uh, uh, Trey, 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 Trey Young, who, who, whoever's there that night, Dame's gonna give you all he has. So Jimmy B, Jimmy B, I, I I like Jimmy B. You know, if you if you ask um Rainer, you know he knows that was my man on two K. You know, until he <laughs> seen the season, when he seen the season, I mean, he, he messed was, my jump up. He messed I mean, my jump up. I mean, he wasn't gonna win a championship <laughs> with him anyway. But I had, better yet, better yet, better yet. Truth be told, I had Damian Lillard and Jimmy B on the same team. We was the number one seed. Mel seen the season, Rainer seen the season, and he messed my three point jump up. It went, It was. It had a green light for plus four. It's supposed to be an eighty. I start the playoffs. Went back down to seventy six. So, so I'm believing to be together. He's gonna say. He's gonna say anything that he can say <laughs> to to try to to try to state his case. But the 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 fact of the matter is, he was not going to win a title that NBA season. Was not gonna happen. Sorry. The fact of the matter is, you got What's swept that year. You 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 got swept yeah. that year, and I didn't. But can I get my point, please? I so mean, so, no, so no, 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 don't don't try to be cool because we recorded. Don't try to be cool because we recorded. Hold on, we we gonna if we're gonna call a spade a spade, if we're gonna call a spade a spade, yes, I got swept, but you still didn't win. You have <laughs> to win. There's been times. There's been times you you've had me against the ropes, and I still turn out to win. The finals at the end of the year. So what you you're saying, so what you're saying is right now, if this is a part of my segment of the argument, you're saying that you believe that you're Kawhi and I'm Jimmy B. You're calling me Jimmy B, pretty much, right? You gotta get it done. <laughs> I, I, I just didn't get it done. So again, done. maybe, maybe this is why I can relate and understand it because he just don't get it done. Yeah. You know, like, like, but, 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 I, I, <laughs> but I feel, I, as a player, I think that I, I think that Jimmy B. He's, he's another player who's he hasn't cheated the game. Definitely a hard grind. Someone we didn't talk about um, when Paul George was. The next up after LeBron, before Kawhi's name, you know, started to, you know, pop out there. Jimmy B definitely, he's definitely earned his place in in the league. But when it's winning time, like put it, if it's if it's if if it's if they're playing the series and it's them versus Brooklyn right now, right? And let's say it's Damian Lillard and Jimmy B, game seven, it's four minutes left on the clock. Um, Miami's up two. What I want to see in them four minutes is Jimmy B. I know Dame's good. And Dame, Dame is going to do what he does. But I want to see Jimmy B hit one or two big shots for me, too, on Kevin Durant or take it to the hole on Kevin. Don't get intimidated. Don't stiffen up. It's time to play ball. I don't, even think, I don't even think necessarily that Jimmy B has to score in those situations. I think yep, he just has right. to yep, make yep. It. Yeah. I, I just think it has Dame next to him. He just has to make the right play. That's if well play. If, yeah. if Dane gets doubled, he has to be able to knock the shot down. Yeah, if Dane gets doubled and he has to create off of that, he has to make the right pass. So I think that puts Jimmy B in a different situation where at times he wasn't able to step up. It puts him in a different role where he's not – he's the second guy can probably fit that role a little bit better than what he has been as the main guy where he's the focus. I think, so I, in, that, I think in that situation you have to sort of do what, what Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown have been doing in terms of playing against Durant in this current series where 
yeah, you, you guys hit your shot or Tatum hits a shot on the offensive end and you come back down and you D up. Because and, and I think in that situation, if Jimmy – if that was to happen where Miami was to land Damian Lillard and they are in a situation where they're playing against Brooklyn, I think when it comes down to Brooklyn being on the offensive end, Jimmy should guard the number one scorer on the team, which would be KD. Oh, yeah, Jimmy can get stops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I think in a situation like that, instead of him taking the big shot, I think he makes a big play on defense where he possibly gets a steal or he makes KD take a bad shot because with the Celtics right now, Mm -hmm. Uh, bad shots. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you said KD takes bad shots. Yep, yep. yeah, he's been he's been he's been getting caught taking bad shots, and that has been making Boston where every time they see that KD is struggling or having a hard time, and they're they're literally flustering them, they come back down, they get an easy bucket, and now now the energy for them is just is just flowing. So I think now that we see we can kind of come back full circle with KD. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I was, I said before I was, on one of my podcasts I said. What KD hasn't seen a defense like this since Golden State in 2016. And then we haven't seen a defense take a guy out like this since the 2016 Cavs against the Warriors, where they it's kind of similar where they switch every movement that Curry made, they bump him. Every move that Kevin Durant move makes, they bump him, they bump him off his spots, they're hitting him, they're, they're making it difficult. They're sh- they're shadowing three guys at him, two guys at him, closing off the lanes. And helping and contesting everything, we haven't seen anything that like that since since 2016 with the Warriors, and then flip it with the Cavs in 2016 in the finals. There was another. Where, there's another team that you forgot that also did that. Uh, the Mavs did that when they went against Miami for the second time, where LeBron was seeing multiple people at different at different times. Too. I think uh, I was I was on a podcast uh, uh, with another guy, uh, Mr. Vincent Podcast. If y'all want to check it out. Um, he said, uh, Mark Jackson said on the, the telecast last night that it, it was similar to how LeBron was in the 2007 finals against the Spurs as well, mm-hmm. uh, where they were just throwing two, three guys at him, multiple guys at him. Uh, but I think the Mavs series was a little different. Yeah, they had more guys uh, cutting off the lanes, but they also had Tyson Chandler back there, who was, uh, uh, I think, the he was second in defensive player of the year that year they won the championship. Mm-hmm. But Chandler was a rim protector. And and that's something that could back in the day. The the Celtics protection. So it's weird to see KD not get to the basket. Maybe his legs and those injuries have burst the speed he has. But the the Celtics are doing a great job just throwing different. Having when they get a switch, there's no unless it's Tice. There's no downgrade on defense. Like if Horford's out there, he's able to hold his own. Jason Tatum's definitely able to hold his own. Uh, 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 they, we haven't really seen when Brown's on them, when Smart's on them. There's always two guys there, so they're making it difficult for Kevin Durant in the in this series. So, but yeah, definitely, definitely thinking about just long term with Kevin in the Nets. I just don't know what direction they're going now. They're they're hoping on Ben Simmons. Um, Kyrie contract is up at the end of the season. So what do you guys think about that and what they can do forward going moving forward? Rance maxed out. He signed his five year deal. Uh what direction do you see them going? 
I think they'll probably start off changing, getting a different coach. I think that's where they're possibly going to start. Uh, yeah, Kyrie did give them a little bit of an, of an, you know, they put him in a certain situation this year where, you know, he couldn't play at home and things of that nature. So, you know, now that the COVID restriction has been, been lifted, or the vaccine restriction, whatever the case, I don't think they look towards getting rid of Kyrie right away. But I believe if he can't, if, you know, fall, this following season, because, you know, their season's done. <laughs> that that this, this season for them, you know, they had a lot of ups and downs, things of that nature. I think this will be over for them after, I think, game six, I believe. That's, that's just me. But we'll see. But I believe that they'll go for a different coaching change. I think that's where they're going to start. Um, I feel like I feel like they definitely need a coaching change. I feel like um, Steve Nash was put in to a um, how do I say like a he was put into a rough spot for his first coaching gig. I feel like you know he should have he should have had a chance to go to a team where he had to develop these players and and maybe they had someone who was on a bubble of, of becoming a stud. I feel like, you know, those three personalities, that wasn't the best fit for him. I feel like him coaching just just a Durant Brooklyn Nets and building around him might have might have been okay. But I feel like you're bringing in players like Kyrie Irving, who has had trouble troubles in Boston. You're bringing in players like, like James Harden, who um literally has landed everywhere he wanted to go since mm. he's <laughs> left Houston and it's been the same results over and over and over again. And he showed a lack of professionalism as of late. Um, he clearly wants to be, you know, he clearly, in the last couple of years, if you ask me, James Harden has been more involved with, like, the hip-hop world than he is basketball. Like, he's not, he ha just hasn't been as laser-focused as he once was. Um, I feel like Kyrie Irving, again, I put him in, I'm, I'm sorry, Allen Iverson, but he is who we thought he was. Like, you know, you got to put him in that cat because as good as good of a player as he has the potential to be, I feel like he's never gonna reach his ceiling. I feel and 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 not because he's gonna keep not because he's gonna continue to get better, because he's not gonna continue to get better. I feel like he is gonna be who he is. He'd rather go into the podium and argue on on the podium than to really be a true leader on a team. Hmm. Just truth be told, like you know, and I and and, and I'm I'm so I was mad at first from Boston. You know, um, got rid of him, but I feel like now that's the best thing that could happen to Jason Tatum, because if they don't get rid of Kyrie, we see the Allen Iverson, Carmelo Anthony effect. If you mm. ask me, mm. so 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 I feel like I feel like Kyrie Irving has to. They need to figure out what they're gonna do first. They they need a new coach. I would love for Mark Jackson to get an opportunity. That's that's one. Two, Kyrie Irving, figure out what you're gonna do with him. Three, Ben Simmons. Um, I feel like I feel like Ben Simmons is a is an excellent compliment to Kevin Durant. I feel like Ben Simmons, if healthy, is going to be an excellent comp because he's going to do all of those small things that Durant doesn't do. He's going to be the passer on the team. He's going to rebound. He plays excellent defense. So mm -hmm. them two can stay with each other. They have to find their third player. And if you ask me, if you ask me, I would say, if if it was me, if I'm the GM. I'm trying to sign and trade, get rid of Kyrie, and bring in someone like Bradley Bill. Mm. Mm. That's fair. Um, let me touch base on 
the Steve Nash situation, I do feel like some people felt like he shouldn't even got the job in the first place. Absolutely not. Absolutely. The only, the only reason why he's the coach of the Brooklyn Nets is because Kevin Durant was with him in Golden State. And he Absolutely. Brought, he brought Steve Nash to Brooklyn. So that's one. Do I think Steve Nash should be fired? I'm going to say no. There's some. There's, there's been a lot of uh, – I, I think the Nets trading for Ben Simmons as they did, maybe Ben Simmons fits long term. But right now what they are missing, they need an extra guy who can do all the things that – Ben Simmons brings to the table, but he's not available. And in coming, especially expecting him to come out from a year and play Game Four, where it's in question now if he's even going to play. But that that move kind of messed up their timeline of the Brooklyn Nets. So, do I think Steve Nash should be fired? Maybe not. Maybe so. People are saying that he should. Maybe, maybe he should play Blake Griffin, who I don't, and Lamarcus Aldridge, who I don't think is going to help this series, whatever the case, because they're just they, they're not going to bring anything defensively. But Going back, I think I maybe boost up their assistance with some guys that a little bit more know-how of the game and stuff like that. And from a coaching standpoint, but if they do need to change, make a coaching change, it's going to be. I, I don't. I don't know. Mark Jackson would be. You know, you bring him back to New York where he's from and stuff like that. And and maybe he's able to motivate those guys. But from an X's and O's standpoint, especially maybe X's and O's standpoint, he doesn't need to be a, a top tier like Golden State wanted him to be. But defensively, he can add some things. I know to that team that they can probably change their personnel around and and, and, and get better on that end because I think that's the thing that's holding them back, especially defensively, at least to get timely stops. But to move Kyrie Irving for Bradley Beal is interesting. He's a little bit more of a playmaker a little bit. He, he does score the ball. Maybe he takes a, more of a backseat to Kevin Durant and able to play off with Ben Simmons. Maybe that that's definitely um, – I just don't know what they do at Kyrie Irving. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be have to be somewhere that Kyrie Irving wants to do a sign and trade because Kyrie Irving can walk. Uh, does he have one year left on his deal? I'm not sure. I have to check that. But if he does have one year left on his deal and he wants out, it's going to be a, it's just going to be a trade, and then he's going to be able to sign with his new team. But to Washington, Bradley Beal is on the table. There's talks for a long time of them getting Bradley Beal even before Kevin Durant and. And Kyrie Irving went there and James Harden went there. So, yeah, that's interesting what they do with Kyrie Irving because that's the, that's the big question mark, especially when, uh, fortunately for him, that COVID has been lifted. But I just don't know what they do with Kyrie. Does, does that work? Does Kevin Durant want to stay this? Stay with Kyrie. Is that partnership going to continue and flourish? I don't I don't think so because I, I just think that they're missing too much. Maybe Ben Simmons is missing piece. But that, that's definitely a question mark because Kyrie Irving's going to win the money. And they got to figure out what they're going to do with that. Um, as a coach for the Brooklyn Nets, I'm just like, I don't know who can come in right now. You, you mentioned Mark Jackson. He does have that veteran presence, that motivation, that motivational uh, uh, spirit about him that can get guys going and, and, and kind of push buttons. Um, he's not the best organizational-wise, as we saw in Golden State, with management and stuff like that. So that might be an issue, but I don't know who can coach this team. I don't. I don't. I don't see that coach right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn's definitely in a in a in a tough spot, and changes definitely have to be made for sure. It, it's yeah. just funny because people had them going like, "Hey, they're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, they're going to do all this stuff." And this is what happens when these teams that have these high expectations fall short. They they end. Up with they have mm-hmm. have the, they have the look. Like when you when you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you think of KD and Kyrie, you think of you think of like 
box office. But, mm-hmm. you know, they just haven't been able to get it done since they've actually been on the floor together. So there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a lot that, that needs to be done. Uh, I believe, to be honest with you, if it was my choice and I was the GM, I'll probably look another way with, with Kyrie first before mm-hmm. KD. KD, I would, not, I would not trade first, even though he is struggling. But I, I would look for, for looking towards for another for another player to put next side to to KD for sure. Mm-hmm. And 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 to end to end that segue, please get rid of Blake Griffin, man. <laughs> like like man, like <laughs> enough is enough is enough. The Chris Webber of the league needs to go to another team. He's not and, C Web. <laughs> yes, he is. He's not C yes, Web. Yes, Web was better yes, than him. He is, he is Chris Webber. See Webber, if you're listening, that, that, that was that was Takari Funches. That was not that was not that was not Daniel or Rainer House. That was Takari Funches, Chris Webber. Please take the Chris Webber of the league, who has had he has had the same effect for the Brooklyn Nets. That Leon Poe had for the Boston Celtics. Like, oh, like Dale, Dale, take us home, please. Dale, take us home, please. Literally, 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 he has been. If you ask me, Leon Poe actually had a better effect on them. Like, please, it's time for Blake Griffin to take a step back. A minimum contract for someone like Sacramento or maybe Charlotte Hornets. You know, maybe you know, but it's it's it's. It's it's all over, you know. You know, they say it's not over to the fat lady sings. I'm not gonna sing on here, but it's all over, you know. Like it's over. It's time to just that that needs to be be. He needs to be. I'm, and I'm like like that that serious. I'm only saying this because I feel like veterans on the bench should be someone that's a teacher. Jawan Howard was a teacher. PJ Brown was a teacher when he was on Boston. You have players that are teachers and players that just <laughs> he just Zane, he's not he's, he's not gonna make none of them big men. What they need, Clack, nothing from Blake Griffin. Please take Chris Webber and send him somewhere else. Please, He's not see Webb. See, Webb was a way better player that you know what their careers, their careers, their careers is tomato, tomato. It's tomato, tomato. It's just, it's just, it's just, I gotta be honest. Here. Well, see, I mean, see, Chris Webber is a better player. See, Webb is a better Webber. player. Chris Chris Weber as the the face of his team has mm-hmm. made it further than Blake Griffin when Blake Griffin was the guy on the Clippers. How so you have to you have to come on shoot shoot C. Webb C. He's never been to the final. And and wait, the Clippers never made to watch the finals. No, 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 no. no. You're right. You're right. Wait, wait, wait. You're right. They made his second round, but he yep. wasn't the face of that team. Chris Paul was. True. True. Yeah, but that was not. Either. That was not. Blake Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was was not the lead on that team. That was Chris yeah. Paul's no, team. Blake right. Blake was Blake was a number two, but now he's a number eight. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's time. To, but, it's, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I don't even to, think he's a number to, eight at this point. Yeah, no, that's that's Blake Griffin, Chris Webber, that is Daniel Daly, and Takari Funches. That is not Rainer House. Whoa, 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 whoa,
maybe he was serious. But what I was trying to say, what my point that I was trying to get across, right? Even though CP3 was the face of that team, Blake wasn't even the player that C-Web was when C-Web was in his prime to be able to even help Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Chris True. Weber was a True. way better player than Blake Griffin was. Chris, Chris, Chris Weber, just like Blake Griffin, <laughs> was never the best player in the league at his position. He's always been three That's- on down. He was not better than Timmy. He was not better than KG. He and and That's to be funny. honest, and, and to be honest, there was some there was some years where you can argue him and Jermaine O'Neal. So again, they are <laughs> tomato tomato. I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry to say it. The same way Blake G wasn't better than Zach Randolph at times is the same way that sometimes Chris Webber wasn't better than Jermaine O'Neal. <laughs> Did, now, 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 if we're gonna have a skills edition, of course Chris Webber had more skills. He had a real back-to-the-basket game, drop step. You know, he had some game to him. I'm not taking that from him. But if you look at their stats, their double-double guy, they are tomato-tomato. And when Chris Webber finally was on his way out the league, he did exactly what Blake Griffin did. He went from a, went from being a top two on the team to being an 8, 9, 10, maybe even 13. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is, man. It is what it is, Raina. I'm sorry to say it. I have if I have to be the guy who wants to on this on the show to say it, I'm just gonna say it. That is Blake Griffin is the Chris Webb of this era. Oh man. Oh man. He makes good points. I can't argue with that. No, that, that, that's definitely that's definitely a good point, but C Webb is a better player than I can't argue. Yeah. Think then when you when you when you really truly think about it, right? Like that, like honestly, right? When we talk Yo, we gotta Tim check Duncan, those stats too. When when we talk Tim Duncan, look look we talk Tim Duncan, Dirk, KG, Jermaine O'Neal, Chris Webber, Rasheed Wallace, Antonio McDice around that time right, Chris Webber at times was not better than Jermaine O'Neal. Chris Webber at times was not better than Dirk. So again, he fell sometimes top three. Sometimes he was the first half of the season, he played like a one. Sometimes he played like the second, the second best power forward. But for sure, we know he ended every year three on down. By the time after play after the all-star break, we knew it was KG and Timmy D as top one or two. Sometimes it may have been Timmy D and Dirk, but we knew Chris Webber was not in the top two after the all-star break. <laughs> and that is Blake Griffin. That is Blake in a, in, a, in a nutshell. I'm sorry. So so please send the Chris Webber of the Nets. It's time for him to see his party papers and go. He's not a teacher. He's not gonna. I'd rather have him go sit, go sit on that bench and help one of them big men. Because 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 Blake Griffin ain't gonna do it. Especially that style of big man. He's not a he's not a rim runner and stuff like that. He's not gonna do that. Yeah, that. man. He doesn't. He doesn't. He 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 doesn't. His switch his switches on defense isn't all there. He his his pick. He 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 does a great he does a great pick, but he's lost his athleticism. So his rolling ain't all there. Like, hey, like he's not the he's not the best he's not the best rim protector. Okay, okay. So let's, I got I got the stats up. So let's look at Blake Griffin. Um, his career. I'm going to take his prime years. So let's take the Clippers years. He was 21.6 points per game. Uh, 4.2. Don't wait. 4.2 assists a game and 9.3 point uh, rebounds a game, boards a game. Chris Webber, let's take his prime. We're going to take his Kings years. Was 23.5 points a game, 
4.8 assists a game and 10.6 rebounds a game. So Chris Webber was better, but they awfully close. <laughs> tomato, tomato, tomato. That's all I said. Tomato, tomato, tomato. They're right. Literally, 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 he is. He is he is a fraction better than him at rebounding, and he's a fraction mm-hmm. less than him at 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 um in the assist category, and a fraction better than him at points. It's not like it's it was it was their way off. They they are who they are. <laughs> they now now see if I said something like Clay Thompson is Rip Hamilton, now I'm going too far. But Chris Webber and Blake Griffin, I think I think I got some standing ground there. I think I think there's some mud there. I think it's some money mistakes. They, they both got knee injuries. They both no. got they both second or third best in that era at the power forward position, and they both come up to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I think the only the, the, for me the biggest difference between them two is is that Chris Webber was the man on Two K on Dreamcast, and Blake's never been the man <laughs> on Xbox or PlayStation. That's the only difference. Chris Webber was the man on Two K Two on Streetball, and Blake Griffin's never been the man. <laughs> He's never been a man on 2K. That's for it. The record, for the record, Chris yeah. Webber did get to a Western Conference Finals and he did battle Shaq and took them seven. So Chris Webber is better. Like, but they're close. And that's why Chris Webber Chris Webber also had a better team. Oh, uh, no. That Clippers was supposed to be pretty good. That Clippers team, that Clippers team, that Clippers team was was decent if you ask me but if you ask, if you ask me who who was like like again we're talking basketball right DeAndre Dude, Jordan right. DeAndre Jordan is athletic and XYZ but Vlade what Vlade Divac had a way better IQ than him in basketball period Paige Stoyakovich was a knockdown shooter so 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 if you take if you take if you take three players out that start line like like if you do Doug if you do Doug Christie Mike Bibby and Paige right that is Chris Paul, right? But if you do Chris Webber, we, we already said that he's better than Blake Griffin, tomato tomato. And then we have Lade, who's better than who's better DeAndre than freaking Jordan. um DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. You got Bobby Jackson coming off the bench consistently. They had they had a Hedo Turkaluge was there at one point. He developed there before he went to Orlando. He became a pretty decent player. So they, they the Kings team was better. They was better than than that. Than they were better, they were better basketball wise. Clippers had say that, but the Kings were to me the Kings were better. Kings were better. Mike Bibby, yeah, yeah. Bobby the Jackson, Kings, Asia, yep, the yep. Kings, the Kings, the Kings were an X and O team. They were they were ten times X and O. When when you look at when you look at Chris Paul and them, think about it. They won a lot of games off of pick and roll and dunks. Mm-hmm, we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't they didn't win a lot of them, a lot of their close a lot and and and, and Chris Paul honestly. Chris Paul, as much as he's a he's the, a point guard, I give him that. But when it comes to killer instinct, if I had to put the ball in Mike Bibby's hands, Mike Bibby's gonna try to kill you. Chris Paul, we all know if he Bibby's has a choice, to score, Chris Paul's yeah, yeah, going to facilitate it. Daniel, Daniel's not a fan of Mike Bibby. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Don't do the headband. Don't do not. We're not doing the headband. We're not doing the headband. The way you went at Chris Webber, the way you went at Chris Webber. Mike Bibby is not that guy. Yeah. He could have stepped out and took more threes in his career. He was always one line, always one step inside the line. He, he's, he, he lost his team game. 
Mike <laughs> Bibby he cost us team games. Mike Bibby had one of the best cross tattoos on his on on, on in, in NBA. <laughs> Mike Bibby had one of the best cross tattoos in the NBA. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He was he that guy? Absolutely not. Was he upgrade from Jason Williams? Absolutely. What when was he more of a scorer? Absolutely than Chris Paul. But if you ask me, if Chris Paul, if Chris Paul would have took over some of them games for the Clippers, they win them games. Chris Paul has one of the most deadliest mid range jumpers around. Well, first, let me step in for my guy, Chris Paul. Blake Griffin always was hurt. And another thing, the, the Clippers weren't the better team than the Kings, in my opinion. But they for, for years, they never had a they never had a small forward. They was putting fat Steven Jackson in there. They had fat Hedo Turkaloo in there. They had Glenn Baby Davis as a fat guy. They never had they never had a bench. And as good as, as people try to say Jamal Crawford is, I'm like, yo, he shoots 40%. He's not efficient in the playoffs. He's terrible in the playoffs. So all that dribbling and all that shooting in the regular season that we saw, when we got to the playoffs, it wasn't there. And another Can- thing that Chris, Chris Paul had to create every shot for everybody on that team. J.J. Riddick wasn't going to create his own shot. Blake Griffin had to be off the pitch. Jordan is non-existent unless it's lob situations. He had to create every shot for those guys. And I think that made it more difficult than it needed to be for them. That's all I'm going to say on Chris Paul. So when you when you when you when you talk about Jamal Crawford, please put some respect on his name. Remember that he outplayed Joe Johnson when they played Orlando, and they just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Crawford is Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford outplayed. Jamal Crawford was probably making five six million a year. And he outplayed somebody who signed for eighty for, for eighty ninety million. So <laughs> so he will always have a pendant of. Of Kyrie's respect, all, all he, okay. for the rest okay, of his, for the, for the rest no of his, for the no rest of his of living days, <laughs> for the rest of his living days, after what, what I seen him do when they lost to Orlando, he outplayed the star player on the team, and he was he was a six or seven, he was six <laughs> or seven, like 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 you know, I had like I I have to give Jamal some respect, but I, but I definitely agree. The Clippers, the Clippers definitely, they definitely did not have a bench. Um, they never had and, a. Bench. They never and, have but 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 I feel like even with the Clippers, the Clippers, the Clippers um should have did what Boston did. You see, when which Boston shouldn't have, if you ask me. Boston should have kept Perkins, but they didn't. If you ask me, the Clippers should have cut top. DeAndre Jordan was a liability. And when his stock was at its peak, they should have traded him. They should have traded him. Yep, yep, I feel, I, I agree just just, just because because truth be told, you could have put you could have put a Tyson Chandler in his position for way less money. And you could have you developed your bench. And you you could have you could have you could have developed your bench. You could have got you some better shooters around them, something. But again, all of this starts because, like I said, tomato tomato, Chris Webber <laughs> and Blake Griffin are the they're the same players to me. Like they just have two to two different styles of game, but their averages, you just said the stats. They, they, you look it up, it yeah. shows. And neither yeah, one yeah. of them, and truth be told. It, even though Chris Webber, you know, we want to give him the nudge for going to the Western Conference Finals, that's not really winning. You know, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> he's, he's never seen it. He's never. He's never seen the finals. It's looking like Blake G's never going to see a finals. They they pretty they pretty they pretty much like they pretty yeah, they pretty so much like. I mean, just well, one, yeah, I mean, you just have a point. Than the other. You have, you, you have a point when you say that. You have a point when you say that that that's not really winning. I mean, we did see Patrick Beverly, you know, during the play-in game, you know how he was pouring the up the champagne. And, you know, the it, it, gold, gold medal, gold medal finalist. You know, like it, it's 
you know, it's I it, it just sounded a little absurd at first, but after we broke it down a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. after you broke it down, like when you first said it, I was like, oh, he's out of bounds. But you know, after breaking it down and then you know running the stats back and looking at the, the situation of both teams during those particular times, it makes sense. So I'll give you that one. But Chris Weber, oh, that was the Kari Funches. It's well, sorry, sorry. They, it's great. No, 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 no. I kind of got a bad Kari on this one. I got a bad Kari on this one because they they both injury prone. They both had knee issues. They both able to have this state. They both skillful, but they definitely definitely like. They both played in California. <laughs> they both played in Detroit. Sacramento is not LA. <laughs> it's California. There's no it's California. There's no distractions in Sacramento. Unless you're, Doug, all unless you're Doug Christie. But all them, all them, all all I was trying to say, Chris, you know, if we ever run into each other, I just want to let you know. All I'm trying to say is you had a player who was like you. I ain't trying to disrespect you. <laughs> I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to disrespect you. I ain't trying to make you sound like you weren't what you was. Oh, On two K two, he was one of my favorite players. Man, ah, after you dunk, I, I, I loved it. But you, you Blake Griffin. And Blake Griffin's you, and that's just and and and, and that's just that's just how we got to be. I feel like everybody else has someone that we compare them to. You know, we want to we want to compare players to, to Kevin. Gar- I mean, I mean to um Kevin Garnett. We want to do it to Timmy, to 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 Tim Duncan, you know. So why can't Chris Webber have a comparison? One day, one day I'm gonna, <laughs> one day, one day I'm gonna find a comparison for Jermaine O'Neal, you know. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we we gonna find a player who was good for six years. He ruined, he ruins his career during a fight. Comes back in, um, 30, 40 pounds heavier, and, and he's no longer what he was, you know. He's like you know. I'm gonna find a Jermaine O'Neal one day, and, and it's gonna be okay. You like, you know, we're gonna find a Rasheed Wallace, somebody did who gets technical all the time. Did you see the Malice at the Palace documentary? You saw how Jermaine O'Neal wanted to kill Ron Artest. You better be careful, Car. <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful, man. Jermaine O'Neal. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just, I feel like, yeah, nah, he was, I, he was pissed at him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the, I didn't get the, I didn't get to catch it, catch it yet. But I, I definitely would love to, love to watch it. Um. So 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 can I can I can I, can I pose a question? So what? So we talked about Brooklyn, right? That's a juggernaut that we that we've talked about. So for the last one, right? Let's let's talk about the Lakers. What is next for the for the Lakers? Uh, uh, resident Laker fan, uh, uh, Rainer, you want to? <laughs> uh, I don't think he wants to talk. I love it. Real. Yeah. I love uh, it. I, I, all right, all right. I'll start. I I'll love start. it. I'll start. I'll start. I'll start with this. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. We already it's it's already been confirmed about the the Frank Vogel you know situation. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Um, who they who they bring in following him? I'm not very sure at all. Um, uh, there's been reports of Quinn Snyder, Nick Nurse, uh, 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 Mark Jackson. Reportedly, Ooh, Mark. I I think I think was it Mark Jackson. I'm not sure on the Mark Jackson, but the other two, Quinn Snyder and Nick Nurse, I'm sure about. If it, it if it if if it's Mark Jackson those, should be in play. <laughs> yeah, if it's any of those candidates, I think Mark Jackson should get the first try at it. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, um, he's definitely, you know, a, a person that I believe is has been missed and that's definitely should have had. A coaching job at this point because there's been a lot of people that's gotten jobs ahead of him and I don't understand mm-hmm. why, but mm-hmm. that's neither here or there. 
But he's not a good mix with management. That's always been his – his, him leaving Golden State didn't do him any favors. Yeah, it, it didn't do – it so didn't really help him out. Yeah, yeah, that's the um, Russ, got to go. Be careful. That's my dog, man. I just no. I know you. I know you. I know you love Russ. I know you love Russ, but I didn't think that it was a good move from the beginning, at all. And so, Jack, for a second, I thought what they were going to do. I, Russell Westbrook, one was brought there to basically produce during the regular season, give LeBron and AD a little more help, give them some, be able to have off nights and be all right, and Russell Westbrook read the Energizer Bunny. But I thought they were going to struggle early, and then January they were just going to start bullying teams using their size, and then it just never happened. They just don't have the team needed to do that. They're not good defensively, and they can't shoot. So, yeah. <laughs> for 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 me, after watching this season and seeing how everything went, like it was like, and that's part of, and that's probably part of the reason to why Frank Vogel is no longer there. Mm-hmm. He continued to put the ball in Russ's hands. And mm-hmm. over the years, we've seen in other situations that Russ has been a part of, like when we were speaking about him earlier, you know, during the podcast, where he's not the best decision maker. Mm-hmm. And when you have the best decision maker in basketball on your team, I think that he should be the first person that actually touches that ball before anybody else. Now, I thought what was I thought what possibly could have worked was LeBron being your point guard and Russ being your two guard because you know nobody nobody plays the 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 game like Russ in terms of his aggressiveness. Now wow. it's we've seen that not we've seen that not you know help him out you know in other situations and it didn't help him out this year mm-hmm. where he ends up making a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it it there was there was a lot there there was a lot there and then on top of that you had a period of time where you didn't have LeBron and then you had a period of time where you didn't have AD um, street clothes yeah wearing, wearing <laughs> a lot of nice outfits and a lot, and a lot of jewelry I tell you <laughs> but yeah it, it it didn't work it didn't work out and I think that there should be changes made I think Russ should be part of that change. First off, um, there's been people that's been speaking about possibly trading Anthony Davis as well. Me personally, I don't agree with it. But even when AD, after the championship year in the bubble, you know, AD hasn't really played as much. And my my standpoint was, you know, we already know what LeBron's going to bring. Anybody who knows that, you know, you know what LeBron's going to do when he's there. The question was always AD. What was AD going to be able to do to help out LeBron? Because we already know what LeBron's going to do to help out AD. So with him not being there and not playing, you know, it's, it, it's raised a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> do they win another championship? Does LeBron possibly win another championship being a Laker? I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. Because now with Clay coming back and Golden State rolling and starting to look like the Golden State that they were a few years back, and then having Jordan Poole, you know, start in the place of Steph while he was, you know, he's been coming back from his injury, 
they're my pick to win the finals this year. Um, sir, sir, we actually what was next with LA. Oh, oh no, 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 you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I just told you, I don't believe that LA wins another championship. Mm. I don't believe that. Um, there has to be, there has to be a a, a trade that is possibly going to help them. Them getting Bradley Bill, that could possibly work, but I'm not sure because you know what value does Russ have in the market now is the question too. Mm-hmm. So who do you trade Russ for? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly where they where they should go and who they should try to attempt to get. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. Um, but like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Um, <laughs> my my pick, my pick in terms of who's gonna come out of the Western Conference is is Golden State currently out of the East. I, I would just pick favorites to see to see Golden State. I would pick Milwaukee. So I think that that's what that's what I'm thinking that we're going to see this year in terms of in terms of the finals. But honestly, well, I, don't like, I, I don't like either of your finals picks. But go ahead, Car. <laughs> the resident honestly, Boston, Boston Celtics, uh, you know, fan, fan. exactly. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. yep. yep. mm. honestly, Rena. I think what you did is um was kind of perfect. You you talked about LA and go way to end it. Who's your pick? So I'm gonna go here. I think that Russell Westwood that's definitely has to go. I think that um options, I think I think I think Russell definitely um it's time to send him somewhere where he can just you know finish his career off. So I think that he has to go because to me he's not a winner. Um Anthony Davis, I think that you definitely take phone calls. Field options about him. Um, um, I would love. I would. Oh man, <laughs> they're never gonna do it. But I would love. I would love if Cat could come play with play play with Braun. Um, I think so it's too. Uh, I'll, I'll Kat, say. If you're listening, Jaws gonna get you. <laughs> um. So let me start again. So Russ has to go. AD. I would explore options. Um. I would keep Malik Monk. Um. I think. That um th th I would see I would see what you're gonna do with with um with, with the young boy Horton um none he's got to get traded mm-hmm. yeah 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 but 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 I would see what you want to do with him um coach wise I would love to see either Mark Jackson or Jay Kidd um Jay Kidd in Dallas he ain't leaving he ain't leaving Luca he ain't mm. leaving Luca mm. so that's all that ship already sailed. Yeah, no, nah, forget it. Their time to get Jay Kidd was before they did the before they did the Frank Vogel because they had him. They had him. Yeah, they, they had, had him, him, yeah. him, but <laughs> they made this, the decision to bring in Vogel and see how that turned out. So, mm-hmm. or even oh. or even or even Jeff Van Gundy. I would nah. like to see that. Jeff's not leaving the I don't want to see Jeff leave the booth. I don't want to no. see him leave the booth. That's, <laughs> nah. another, that's um, another reason why I don't want Mark Jackson to get a coaching job. I, I think I like him in the booth, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't need Mark. Chris Webb is a great. He's a great. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. We ain't doing it. We, we, st- we spoke enough on Chris Webb, man. <laughs> My pick. Daniel, Daniel, give me Daniel, give me your final give me your finals picks because Kari's playing around. Too. No, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> My pick for the finals out of the West. Um, 
I think the Warriors are definitely the favorite. They're definitely the favorite. Um, do I want them to win? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. I would like to see a redemption year for Draymond and Clay. Um, and then out of the East, unlike this guy Reina, I'm going with Boston. Yes, I'm going with. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with Boston. I think that I think that this is the year that we that that Tatum arrives. Like even even if they don't win it, hold on. Did I you think just say? Did you just say we? <laughs> we what? Did you I say we? LeBron's out, so he gotta he gotta pick a team. <laughs> <laughs> no, did I did I did I say we? You did say we. <laughs> well, well, if I'm being honest. But if I'm being honest, I'm a true Celtics fan. I watched oh, them lose 27 uh, games. I watched them. I watched them lose 27 games. You know, so I'm a real fan. You know, I'm talking about Eric Williams, Walter McCarty, Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> I go back to Danny Barrows, Kenny Anderson, um, Marcus I Banks, Tony Delt, Tony Delt, Tony Petit, Mark Blunt. Are you serious? Mark Blunt, Al Jefferson, Wally Zerbiak when he came in and, and, and they thought Wally was going to save us. Wally you know, um, Wally Wally Mercer, Chauncey Billups. Hold on, hold on, Daniel. Hold on, Daniel. Please pull up the Wally Zerbiak stats, please. <laughs> Wally was not a bad player when he played in Boston. We already did. No, 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 no. Get Wally Zerbiak out of here. We did. Wally was a dog. Out of here. No, 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 no. Wally, Wally, Wally Zerbiak was JJ Redick for the Clippers. We're not going to do that. He was no. Wally was better than JJ. No, no, no. By no. Wally was better than JJ. I'm going to use Daniel's line. By no merit are you going to sit on this on this (laughs) show and say that Wally Zerbiak was better than J.J. Reddick. J.J. Reddick was way more exciting. He had way more flash. He was thundering the bottle for them. No, no. Wally you was know, so great. You know, you know, you're you forget, you forgetting, you forgetting about Minnesota, Wally Zerbiak. Wally was all right in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wally was all right in Minnesota, and he was all right in Boston. He was legit. No, no, no. Jimmer for in Boston. I don't care what everybody says. Well, I, I, nah, I'm not rocking with Wally Zerbiak, man. I'm not. But. Man, Mike Miller on the Miami Heat was better than, than Wally <laughs> Zerbiak in <for> Boston. <laughs> I like Mike Miller better. I do yeah. like Mike Miller. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Let's touch base first. Uh, the Lakers, what they need to do is trade Russ, unfortunately. Um, my guy. But there's been reports that he's going to get traded for Malcolm Brogdon and uh, – Cuddy healed out there in, in with, with Indiana. So that's a possibility avenue they can explore. Um it, it gets the, the, the salaries of um and Buddy Healed off the books for Indiana and they can probably possibly just press most likely. Excuse me. Um Russell Westbrook's not being in Indiana. He's not doing that. So he's gonna look to go to a team possibly. I think he's gonna get bought out and try to go to LA. And I don't know how that's gonna work because Reggie Jackson is there and they got beef. But, yeah, they definitely have to make that move. I think that's a good move because it provides shooting and provides the ball handle, a point guard, um, and shooting with Buddy Hill, who LeBron plays better alongside. I think they're better defensively because Malcolm Brogdon is, Malcolm Brogdon is better defensively. Um, as Anthony Davis, I would just try to put him in a, a, 
a hyperbolic, like a, a like a, a incubator, something to preserve his body. I don't know if he. I don't know. First of all, this is a beef that I have with Anthony Davis. He needs to stop wearing low top shoes. You're not a damn guard. You're not a guard. You're a big man. You need something more supportive on your feet. You need to wear the shoes that Joker wear, that the high tops that support your ankles. That's one. But he needs to do something to transform. Able to make it at least 65, 70 games a year for the Lakers going forward. And I'm not a Laker fan. You know I hate the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But they do something there to preserve him so he can play 65 to 70 games a season where they can have a chance to win and give him a break because it just doesn't look like he's going to hold up. Well, another thing another thing that they have to do as well, too, is Anthony, Anthony Davis is not a five. His natural position is a four. And he's played a lot of five the last few years. And he bulked up. He bulked up to play the five, but I think it hurt his body. I think he's too heavy. But I don't think, I don't think he. Should, they, I think he's best suited at the five, but he doesn't want to play the five. I, he's so, not. He's not a five. I don't. I. I don't believe that he thrives the best playing the five. Yes, it's worked, but realize, realize when they had the experiment in New Orleans, like a, like years back, where they had him and Demarcus. We see how that sort of turned out. But you have to have a guy. You have to have a guy as productive as Demarcus Cousins to do that. They try to throw some centers in there that just didn't work, like Omar Ashik and 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 well, but they had a whole they had a list of centers that just didn't work because he didn't didn't work. But when he was at when he was at his best, though, when they went to the playoffs with um, Rondo in those years, he was playing the five. He's that versatile at the five. There's nobody that can guard him at that position. I think he's just as dangerous dangerous at the five. He just yeah. can't bang down low. Yeah, and, that, and that's the and that's the situation that you put him in, where he's not mm-hmm. really the most in terms of playing that position. And what ends up happening mm-hmm. is he's getting beat up more. We had, yeah, we had yeah. a period of time where Anthony Davis was wearing the Rip Hamiltons, so you know, I I don't I don't believe that he should be playing the five. Does he? Does he? Does he thrive playing the five? Yes, of course. There's no ifs ands buts about that. Is change his shoes. <laughs> I understand you want to honor Kobe and the Kobe Fives and all that, and be legendary with Kobe, and that that's fine. Pay homage, but you got to wear the high tops where they protect your legs. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get better sneakers. That's the first thing I would say he would do. Get better sneakers. But, and that's a shame. He don't got he don't got a signature shoe, but it's probably not going to happen now because everything going on. But. Going forward, coach-wise, I don't know who can come in and coach. Maybe Mark Jackson can motivate and be – He needs. I think he needs a strong ex- assistance underneath him. But I don't know who can coach that team. Maybe Doc Rivers, if Philly gets – you know, Philly gets fired, maybe he's able to put guys in right position and it just hasn't worked. Who knows? But, yeah, they need to trade Russ. They need to get better defensively. They, they gave up their – they gave the, the Lakers gave up their defense and three-point shooting for Russell Westbrook, who doesn't provide defense and who doesn't provide three-point shooting at this stage of his career. He was never a great three-point shooter. Defensively, he had his moments earlier in his career, but he's not that guy anymore. Set up to bring a guy that that doesn't help them in the spaces that they need, which is defense and uh, shooting. They had Alex Caruso, and they let him go for whatever reason because they brought in Russell, whatever the case may be. They could have had DeMar DeRozan, who helps with them create offense and stuff like that, but they didn't do that. They didn't explore those options. But um, as for a coach, I just don't know who they bring in 
Uh, Mark Jackson is the 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 the, the, the name out there that people like Nick Nurse is also with Clutch Sports. I don't know if he's going to leave Toronto. I don't know his situation. But Nick Nurse would probably be the best option because he's he's more of a modernized coach. He's, he has X's and O's. He knows he makes the most adjustments in the NBA probably. Um, outside of Spolstra, uh, that would be the option for me. Nick Nurse would probably be the best option for the Lakers, especially for LeBron James at this point in his career, a person who's going to make tweaks and, and constantly tweak and constantly tinker with rotations and, 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 and schemes and stuff like that. So I think that's the best option for them. And as for my finals pick, I'm going I, – I'm not giving up on the Phoenix Suns. I, I know everyone's trying to cast them, cast them out and, 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 and throw them out, but I'm still going to go with the Phoenix Suns, especially when Booker comes back. I think they got DeAndre Ayton, who's not going to be as bothered with Draymond Green. He's I think – DeAndre is going to take a step up at this playoffs, especially with the game that he had previously um, going forward. And Chris Paul is the best leader, in my opinion, um, in, in basketball, I should say. And Devin Booker is going to come back, and I just don't think they're going to be able to guard Devin Booker. Uh, able to punch back against the Warriors. I think he's coming out the West, and I got the Celtics coming out the East. And just to touch base on the Celtics, I know I don't want to get ahead of myself, but Jason Tatum and the Celtics have a a chance to have one of the greatest runs in NBA history in terms of beating players with talent. So in the in this first round they got Brooklyn. They beat Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irvin. They go to the second round. They face Giannis and Chris Milton. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals where they can potentially face that Miami Mafia and that culture. Or they can beat James Harden and Joel Embiid. And then if they get to the finals they got a chance to beat either Golden State or Phoenix, in my opinion. And if they beat Golden State, that's Steph Curry, that's Klay Thompson, that's Draymond Green, that's three Hall of Famers. That's a chance to have one of the greatest three that I can remember. So uh, my my final picks is Phoenix and Boston, Phoenix and the Phoenix Suns and Boston Celtics. But in terms of legacy-wise, I want the Golden State Warriors in the finals because I think that would be a crazy – way to kick off their run running around and basically Jason Tatum taking that ascension into superstar mode and, and that would be awesome to see. I think that's I think that's probably the best matchup on paper. Um but I think that we can end it there guys. This has been great. Um I don't even know what I'm gonna do, but I'll I'll find something um, we've been always expecting to talk legacies, we talk players <laughs> we talk future movies. Um, this was great. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Until no next problem. Time. No problem. Thank you. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Thanks, man. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, that was fun. Um, thank you all for joining me this episode on the Basketball Soapbox. Um, thank you uh, to Raina and Kari uh, for joining me and adding to this podcast. Um, that was great. I look forward to doing more of those going forward. Um uh, back with more uh, playoff basketball talk going forward uh, and, and bringing those guys on for sure. Um, thank you all for joining me, and until next time.